Good morning, our weekend warriors, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece podcast with Chad and Tori. Today is another one of those special Saturdays where Tori and I are going to do our devotional, and then we're going to transition to a longer form podcast. I don't think this one will be as long as last Saturday's, but we're excited for the topic. Yeah, for sure. Ready? By the way, if you hear me just coughing up a lung over here, don't mind me. I don't know what's going on. He has had to take multiple little breaks even before starting this to chew on some ginger chews. To yeah, I have no out. idea what's going on. So if I'm not talking a ton, that's why. But <laughs> let's just hop in his devotional. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. Today, we're reading out of Hebrews 514. And the devotional is titled Spiritual Maturity. And it says, Solid food is for those who are mature who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I am perfect. I know you won't be perfect in your walk with me. I love you so much and I want you to pursue a life that shows that you love me with all your heart. I want you to know right from wrong and come to me when you do wrong. Look to my word to find the answers you are looking for. I am here to guide you, and I will wait patiently for you to pursue me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. If you do, you will find what you long for, a new life. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, we are all a work in progress, but we shouldn't use that as an excuse to stay where we are. God has so much more for us when we are willing to practice doing what is right until it becomes a part of who we are. Don't let the times when you fail keep you from continuing to walk out your faith. You need to grow so that you can tell others about God. The treasure of truth says, when we know we don't have to be perfect, we are free to do good. Yeah, that makes me think of this scripture that my old pastor from New York, Pastor Michael Smith from Redeemer, Mm -hmm. Um, he had said a uh, Psalm 37, 24, Psalm chapter 37, verse 24, though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's like, I've said this in so many other podcasts. I'm so sorry, but perfection is the enemy of progress. Yeah. And as we're being sanctified in his image, which is, is a process because yeah. justification is in it is, is, was what happens in an instant. Mm-hmm. We're justified in Christ, but now we're being sanctified in his image and having that spiritual maturity to say, Hey, this is, this might take a little time yeah. for me to experience a renewing of the mind right. is what it says in scripture. And yeah. it doesn't say just like a renewed mind, which we will get there, mm-hmm. but we will experience a renewing thing yeah. about the tense of the word. Yeah. And that's something that we need to be pleased with. You know, and and understand that just as we, you know, if we had a child, if you had a child, as that child is learning to crawl or learning to walk or learning to run, you're not upset with the child based on the speed that they're learning. God's not upset with us at the speed of which we're learning. Yeah, that's good. And it's a good thing for us to be excited about the growth opportunities that we have. Yeah. I wrote down in my notes, I said, you have to practice walking out truth until it becomes your way of life. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when you first become a Christian, you're going to mess up all the time. You don't know how to walk as a Christian yet. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like making sure that we're practicing making good decisions, we're practicing uh, immediately going to prayer instead of 
our best friend, practicing being kind, practicing being patient, then it becomes, you know, our first response. Yeah. That's what they would always tell me in sports is you play how you practice. Yeah. And so for, for me, that's just so important because when you look at your spiritual walk, especially for me, and I know I've mentioned this a lot lately, but Mm -hmm. with my 22 years before Christ, I had a lot of practice at not being a Christian. Yeah. And so I had to now re, I had to relearn habits and relearn who I run to and, and how I run. And I did, yeah. you know, I had to relearn how I walk and how I talk. And what I mean by that is how I walk in life and yeah. how I talk to people and how I talk about myself. And so you actually do have to practice that. Whenever I first became a believer, I was reading children's Bible stories because mm-hmm. I couldn't understand what the Bible was saying. Yeah. It was like all these big lofty stories. I'm like, what does this even mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it trying to tell me? I feel yeah. like I'm just like hitting my head against the wall and I don't understand anything that's being said to me. And so I would read children's Bible stories, which give the most simple version of like the narrative yeah. that that story is, is teaching on. And then I would go to an easier translation and then a slightly more difficult one, then a slightly more difficult one until I could really pull all the goodness of it. Yeah. But you know, it says in scripture that as a as a baby in Christ, we will desire milk. And as Mm -hmm. we mature, we will start to desire more solid foods. Yeah. I was literally about to say that. Sorry. I stole from you. (laughs) No, it's so good. But I also love the devotional. It said you first need to grow so that you can tell others. And I think so much of this is talking about like when we grow, it's for the kingdom. It's for God's glory. The more we grow in Christ, the more we feel equipped to share the gospel to others. And then the more people can come to know Christ. And I think that's God's ultimate goal. It's like, yes, he wants you to grow and be renewed and all of these things, but he also wants you to help disciple others as well. And so I don't think we put enough emphasis on discipleship, but I think it's so important to the kingdom of God. It's like, no, I want to grow so we can help equip you to grow so that you can grow and help equip others, you know? Because every test will have a testimony and because that's something that will make us relatable. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can't talk on this podcast and share with you great wisdom unless I've kind of gone through it. Yeah. That that doesn't mean I always need to touch the stove to know it's hot because Mm -hmm. there is great wisdom learned just through like hearing and watching. Yeah. But for the most part. Tori and I's heart behind the podcast is just like, hey, here's some stuff that we think is helping our own lives Mm -hmm. and helping us feel more connected to God and walking in the path that he has for us. And so try it as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of the heart behind everything we do, at least for me personally, I feel like years 15 through 18 were not the best years in my life. And so for me personally, I'm like, I want to be the girl that I wish I had when I was 15 through 18, like a, a someone who is a little bit older than me and had wisdom and wasn't pushing me in the way of culture. But anyways, I also wrote this down. And I think it's so good. I said, if God waits patiently on us, why do we have such a hard time waiting on him? Yeah. And, and I always think it's funny that we, we think we're waiting on God. Yeah. Like as in like, we're ready for his blessings mm-hmm. and we're just waiting for him to bless us. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's always so much more happening there where if you look at Abraham and Sarah mm-hmm. in the Bible, they were waiting on a child because God had promised more, more children or offspring than the stars in the sky. Yeah. Well, 
where's that promise, God? Mm -hmm. Where's that promise at? Where are you all the way leading to Abraham and Sarah taken into their own hands by Abraham sleeping with someone else and bearing Ishmael, Mm -hmm. you know, and you follow, if you look up that lineage, it's crazy. (laughs) And so we do try to take things into our own hand whenever God was exposing Abraham that you're leaning on your own power and your own wisdom on this topic. And Proverbs Mm -hmm. chapter three, verses what four, five, and six, they say, lean not on your own understanding, yeah, but acknowledge the Lord and he will make your path straight. Yeah. And I just love that it says that do not lean on your own understanding. Yeah. Like we can think we're the most brilliant people ever, mm-hmm. but God says, don't lean on your own understanding. Yeah. Acknowledge me, mm-hmm. acknowledge me. And so his Anyways, ways are higher. Tori and I are going to be kind of transitioning to more of the long form part of this episode. So if you're here just for the devotional, I think that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. But we will be praying everyone out at the very end of this devotional, or I'm sorry, at the very end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah, we're going to be kind of sharing more on the topic that Tori just brought up, which is waiting on God. Yeah. And what that looks like. Because Tori and I... We just have, I, I think we just want to be real and honest and vulnerable with you all. And, you know, we do that anyways, but there's a lot of stuff we haven't shared with you all. And so buckle up. We're going to kind of share a few of the experiences that we've been going through as we feel like we've been waiting on God. Yeah. And, um, and hopefully you'll feel encouraged by it. So as I just mentioned, Tori and I feel like we've been waiting on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I just want to kind of preface something really quick. Because I know if you, if you watch our YouTube videos, you've maybe seen us a little bit more emotional lately. And a lot of that is just because we feel like we're... Um, well, I guess number one, we're working really hard right now. Yeah. You know, like we, we, we really are like just trying to grow this thing. And mm-hmm. we're contracting people to help and... It's just a whole lot while we're building a house and while we're trying to stay like, you know, like a good married couple, yeah. you know? And so there's just, I feel like we're operating at capacity yeah. and there's times where we were just like, God, will you please just come through for us here? Will you please come through for us here? And then there were some times where we didn't feel like God answered, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But then there were other times where we feel like there was an answered prayer and then like, Three days later, it got ripped away from us. So we like got our hopes up. And so we've kind of been going through a little bit of a a smorgasbord of feelings in terms of like waiting on God. Yeah. Because we have such a, um, I don't say high pressure, but we have such high like um, expectations. We have, um, we have such high hopes Mm -hmm. of what's like happening here. Yeah. Uh, And we're trying to do so many things, which is kind of like maybe not the smartest thing. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And so we just wanted to kind of share a little bit more on that and how we've been feeling. And I think it's, it's honestly been really good for us to experience this because if God would have just given us everything that we've been praying for, we, you know, we would receive those things and it would be cool, but maybe we wouldn't, be having our impatience purified from us. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm seeing a lot of perks in that. Yeah. I I think what we really need to work on is this, having this like joyful anticipation for the promise to come, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think so often, I mean, I know that I can just get like down or questioning God and all of these things and be like, what am I doing wrong? You know, for, for this to not come to pass. And, um, I just like flipped my Bible over and it was all, all about talking, all about talking, bless it. Um, 
it's talking about having joy in the journey and this like joyful anticipation for God's promises to come to pass. And kind of like Chad was saying, if we're being honest, we feel like we've had a lot of like carrots dangled in front of our face lately, only to have them kind of like ripped out. And we're like, what is happening? Um, Down to like things with the home and thinking that we're going to have these like awesome partnerships and getting so excited and like planning accordingly. And then all of a sudden the deal like completely falls through and it costs us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're like, okay, God, so now we're going to have to sit and wait and see if you'll provide, but we're also going to work really hard to try to, to -hmm. try to provide as well. And so it's definitely this dance where Chad and I have committed to a lot of things in terms of like two YouTube videos a week and a daily podcast and hiring on people and trying to build out a team. And we're also working on things behind the scenes for extra stuff for you guys too. Um, so yeah, I think it'd be fun to talk about that just for a quick sec. Um, yeah. I know that we've mentioned in previous YouTube videos that there may be some books in the work. And that's something that Tor and I really feel is on our heart. We're not going to yeah. go too in depth on what these books are, mm-hmm. but I'll give you one little hint. The book that I would like to work on is actually very similar to the title of this episode. Hmm. On spiritual maturity. Yeah. So it's something I feel very closely attached to, but just to paint you a picture and just to be raw and real about it, how the whole book experience goes is that you have an idea Mm -hmm. and then what you need to do is hire, well, I mean, you know, this is kind of how it's traditionally done. You hire someone to help you create like a pitch for the book, Mm -hmm. which is like a 30 page, really well-crafted pitch for the book. And typically the literary agents will charge you about five grand to do that. And Tori and I are like, oh shoot. We're trying to build a house. We're trying to build a house where, where, you know, like this podcast doesn't have any ads on it and it costs us money every day we do it. And that's not Mm -hmm. a bad thing. Like we love it, but like we're, we're, we feel like we're pouring out a whole lot and we're just kind of like, okay, what should we do here? And then like, mm-hmm. we have this, this hope and this vision for a couple of books. And then it's like, well, if we both want to do one, mm-hmm. do we have an extra $10,000 to try to get a, it's just a pitch. Yeah. And we you don't, know, it's not even we, the book. We don't have it. And so <laughs> it's stuff like that, that we're just like, God, what do we do here? We yeah. have something on our hearts that we think will really bless people, but it kind of comes back full circle as Tori was just, as Tori was just mentioning, where there's like a, a, a partnership opportunity that'll pop up and we're like, oh wow, this is going to help us do more things. Mm-hmm. And then we start kind of planning how we're going to use that money as an investment for yeah. this whole, I don't everything even know what you call doing. it, All, everything we're doing, the whole movement thing. Yeah. I don't really know what to call it, but. The and, growing fam. Yeah. And so we, we, <laughs> we basically start writing checks with that money that we haven't earned yet. And then the deal will fall apart. Yeah. And so that's just us being real about it. And in terms of us like, man, like that, that really has, I don't want to say hurt our relationship with God at all, but it's really tested our relationship. Yeah. Um, Cause go ahead. But something really cool happened a couple weeks ago when I was having some journal time with God and kind of getting frustrated about this whole process where I'm Mm -hmm. like, God, I'm so tired of having hope deferred. You know what I mean? Like hope comes and this little carrot form and then it's attached to an answered prayer, I think. And then it gets ripped away after I've already thanked you for answering the prayer. And it's just leaving us very confused. And I was like, 
Lord, I am praying today for hope that won't be taken away. And I'm praying for new ideas to create income so that we can do more for you guys and provide more content that we feel like is life giving and point you to Christ. And then the next day we kind of thought of something and, mm-hmm. um, I do want to go ahead and just like tell you guys, especially our like weekend warriors. I feel like you guys are like the real, the real deal. deal. You know, you're really part of, um, everything that we're doing. And so if you've seen little hints about something coming on April 8th, um, it's because we are currently working and building out a Patreon. And so this is a way, you know, we've been so reliant on, companies and big business to see value in what Chad and I are doing. And we feel like the people who really see value in what we're doing are the people impacted by what we're doing. And so it's kind of a way for us to partner with you guys to continue building out what we're doing. But it's also a way that we're going to have deeper connection with you guys. Um, Because I know that you've heard us say this a lot, but like our DMs are getting a little wild and it's getting Mm -hmm honestly impossible at this point to respond to each and every DM um, when hundreds come in a day and we can't film videos or record podcasts or send out emails or do any of that if we're just stuck in our DMs all day. And And, so, and there's, that's kind of hard for Tori and I, yeah, because a lot of the ethos of what we're trying to do is to make sure that people are seen and heard. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds very um, buzzwordy, like, Oh, I feel seen and heard. No, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like we genuinely want you to feel like we see you and we hear you, but you know, praise God, we're growing. And because of that, we're like, okay, how do we maintain that ethos where people can feel the value that we want to offer them and show them? But we, you know, like, it's kind of like we, if we spend six hours a day responding to DMs, that's six hours a day that we could maybe be pitching brands to get a partnership, but we're just like, wow, like how, you know, how do we sustain this whole thing? Yeah. You know, how has it become sustainable? And then Tori had this amazing idea for, uh, for us to create a Patreon. And I don't know if everyone even knows what a Patreon is. Yeah. So it's pretty much an online platform where we can create bonus content and build out different things for you guys. And so the one thing that makes me so excited, I mean, so excited is Chad and I want to host like a monthly Bible study via Mm -hmm. zoom where we can actually see your faces and we feel like we're truly interacting with you guys. And then there's also a whole nother service on Patreon. It's called like discord or something like that. So it's kind of like this whole chat room where you guys can connect with each other and we can also connect with you via there. And then it's also a little bit easier for us to make sure that we're responding to the people who are like super invested in what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's like a ton more that we can talk about with like all the things we want to offer on there. Um, And it's not going to be like a huge monthly commitment or something. It's going to be like $5 or $15 for the different things that we're offering. And I personally will vow to not get as much Starbucks if you will trade out a Starbucks a month for Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> I loved what you said before you kind of shared about the Patreon stuff about yeah. how you had, how, how you said um, something about like hope deferred. Yeah. And I don't know if you know that that's actually scripture. Yeah. Proverbs thirteen twelve says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yeah. But a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Mm. And I think that's something that Tori and I are trying to kind of take measure of in our life right now, which is like, 
there are so many things we're hoping in right now, yeah. which is exciting because we have so many things to be excited about. Yeah. And we don't want you to receive any of this podcast like we're complaining because we're not. Yeah. But what you're experiencing is, is us getting to a place where we're like, wow, like our hearts are close to being sick because mm-hmm. our hope keeps keeps getting deferred yeah so how do we do what the end of that verse says a longing fulfilled is a tree of life yeah how do we create that longing where we have a joyful anticipation of what's to come so how do we balance that waiting period where it doesn't make us sick yeah and it keeps us joyful and that that, i think that's where we are right now and it's it's kind of like i feel like a lot of it is talking to god about it and unpacking Mm -hmm. that with him because as you guys know I will always share on this where sometimes prayer is not what we're getting from God, but it's what God is helping us get rid of. Yeah. And I'll just give you a quick little example of what I mean by that is that I heard this story once about there is a man who his wife became sick and he was a Christian man and he would pray for healing and pray for healing and pray for healing. And unfortunately, uh, he ended up losing his wife and he would continue praying. And there was an atheist friend of his that came up to him and finally he's like, Hey, how can you keep praying for this? Mm -hmm. You prayed and you prayed and you prayed and your God didn't answer this prayer. Your wife passed. How can you continue praying? What do you have to gain from this? Mm -hmm. And the man said, it's not what I'm gaining. It's what I'm losing. I'm losing my anger. I'm losing my resentment. I'm losing my sadness. I'm losing my Mm -hmm. depression. I'm losing my bitterness. That's I'm good. losing my hopelessness. Yeah. I'm losing my loneliness. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage you all that prayer doesn't always have to be about gaining things. It yeah. can be about losing things. And I think that's what that that's a delicate tightrope of what Tori yeah. and I are trying to talk about in this episode is that, okay, we're going to be praying for God to help us move in this direction with all these cool projects. But we're also going to be at the same time be praying that our hearts don't become too attached where those things become idols. Those yeah. things become, um, uh, where those things become less prayers and they become more demands. We want to make sure they're not becoming demands. Yeah. We want to make sure that we're not losing our joy in the waiting process. Mm -hmm. And so those are a lot of things that Torin have actually been kind of feeling. And there's actually a handful of more. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many more (laughs) that we're excited to share over time, but we can't, uh, share everything with you right now. Yeah. Just stay tuned for some more vulnerable YouTube videos that will probably be coming in the next month or so. Um, yeah, but because because if Tori and I are waiting on things and we're human, and you're human, then that means that you're probably waiting on things. Yeah, and so we can't help but want to sit here with you and say, "Hey, we we get it." There's some people waiting on a relationship, some people waiting on a new job, some people waiting on um, a recovery from an illness, some people are waiting on really really heavy stuff, really deep yeah. things, really needed things. Yeah, and so it's um it's hard waiting. Yeah, definitely is not easy. Um, but I do think it makes us very dependent on God and makes us draw near to him. Just how it mm-hmm. says like he's, uh, close to the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes in these seasons of waiting, we feel brokenhearted, you know? Um, and so it's, it's this like push and pull thing where it's like, well, of course we want to see the blessing come through, but also in our brokenheartedness, God is so near. And so we need to take advantage of that time and feel God so close and so near where we're so desperate for him. Um, cause there's joy in that, mm-hmm. you know, there's joy in his presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's just a little bit of Chad and I, and you know, we definitely don't want it to come across as like the things that we've prayed for in terms of growth. They're not a burden. And we're so thankful for all the things that are 
happening. Um, we just want to make sure that we're stewarding everything that God's been giving us well. And mm-hmm. and that way we can continue to do what we feel like he's called us to do. Amen. I am. So do you want to both pray out or do you want me to? I would love for you to pray out. <clears throat> All right. Buckle up, y'all. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you for allowing us to come underneath you and speak so openly and candidly about our feelings towards you and, and how you hear us and how you respond to us, God. We um, It must be a weird thing to hear your children talk about you <laughs> with you in the room. <laughs> um, so thanks for letting us be so honest. God, we, we confess if there are things that we said that are wrong or feelings that we've had that are wrong or thoughts that we've had that are wrong. We just confess that you'll forgive us of those, God, and you'll you'll correct us and you'll lead us on the path that that is to you, God. Mm-hmm. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for being so incredibly patient with us as we try to be patient with you. We are an impatient people, God, and yeah. we do apologize for that. It's waiting is hard. It's so hard, God. It's it's something that we don't want to do, but it's so needed. We, we see in scripture of all the people that had to wait. Mm-hmm. They waited for, you know, exponentially longer than we have, God. They waited for years and years and years and years um, for your promises. And some of them didn't even receive it, God. So as we all come to you with burdened hearts and heavy hearts and hopeful hearts and maybe, um, you know, deferred hopeful hearts, God, where our heart can become sick. God, we just ask that you will encourage us. We ask that you'll sit down with us and wrap your arms around us and just help us feel close to you. Help us to um, look at this thing that we're praying for and to not measure it above you. Let's not put the gift above the gift giver, God. Mm-hmm. Help us to uh, to look to you as our gift, God, and not just the things that you give us. Help us to continually pray when we feel discouraged to pray. Please, God, we just ask that the enemy will not get a foothold in our prayer life or in our mentality that we would rebuke Satan and his plot to keep us from you, God. Yeah. We know that he can never pluck us out of your hand. That's what you say in scripture, God. So please hold us tightly, God, because we do wander. Mm-hmm. Our minds wander, our bodies wander, our thoughts wander. God. So just please uh, help us to feel more connected to you. Help us to pray with hope and joy. And God, we just pray for all the people that are waiting for things that are so heavy and so difficult um, to wait on, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a, a job or um, a, a, a praise report for, for, for someone trying to recover from an illness or mm-hmm. someone trying to heal from the loss of something. God, um, everyone's going through something different, but you know all of them and you know all of them by name. So again, Lord, we just ask that you will hear your servants, hear us, God, hear everyone who's listening and talking to you right now, God, and, and please just have mercy on us and be there for us and just show us a miracle today, God. Can you help us feel something unique today? Can you have a friend reach out or have a message pop up or do whatever you will that would just show a little glimpse of your love today to Mm -hmm. us? Um, That would help us feel reinvigorated for you. Uh, We just, we just ask that in your son's name and. We pray in the power of Jesus Christ, Lord, that you would just be there for us and continue to help us be joyful in our waiting with you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, God. I, I, I closed my eyes as I prayed and I realized I was like kissing the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I kept leaning forward and forward and forward. Anyways, um, we love you all. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Adios.